0: I think what you're trying to ask is, uh, why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it. In the first place, to me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. No matter if you're as dark as pure chocolate, bright like the sun that twinkles across our crowns or somewhere in between, we are all golden. Welcome to the Golden Mahogany Podcast, where we shine a light on life's challenges, from goals and aspirations to natural hair. I'm your host, lay a tape and as a melanated young woman i know the struggle can be real so sit back relax and journey with me into your future hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the golden mahogany podcast it's your host ladies hey if this is your first time listening hey girl and i'm sure you're like why are you getting out of the car where where are we going no we're not going anywhere but today i'm going to be talking about cores okay c-a-r-s and this is because i know that some of us out here don't have someone that can teach us about cars and what it is to buy a car to maintain a car and that can be detrimental because it is a lot to take care of a car and if you do it improperly things can go south real quick so i'm here to help you guys in that area so let's jump right into it so i broke it down into two parts and that is buying a car and maintaining it so starting off with that i know i just said that we you know don't have nobody but if you have someone that you're not close to or whatever that you know that is an expert on buying cars and know something about that take them with you when you go to the dealership or the little mom pop shop whatever you decide to do but if you don't no worries don't fret. i'm here so number one is going to be to save money now whether you plan on buying your car completely and having no notes or going to a dealership and having a note and putting down on your car either way you need to save up for that Um, obviously when you pay for your car completely you don't have to worry about paying on it it's yours But for most of us, we may not have enough money to do that or it may take us forever to get to that point and you need a car now. A down payment is really good. If you can manage to get two to $3,000 that will make your monthly note lower so for example if the car you want is thirteen thousand dollars right and you say look three thousand and you take that with you to the dealership and you give that to them that's going to take the price of that car from 13 to 10. so when they go to divide that ten thousand up into what you'd be paying monthly it's going to be lower than if they were dividing up thirteen thousand So definitely save up money either way you go. So now before you even go to the dealership, of course you got to pick the car that you want. So here in America, and I'm sure in other countries, these companies have cars too. We have Nissan, Toyota, Honda, Mazda, and even Ford are really good, reliable cars. And you may be like, I don't really like, new. it doesn't matter, (laughs) you have to find a car that is reliable and these are some of the most reliable brands that are out there now of course there's some higher ones like lexus porsche audi that are a lot you know more expensive and if you know you got like that and you can get like an older model then yeah sure go for it um but for the more affordable ones um and that are really really good for a first car that's going to take you from point a to point z child for the next two three four five years of your life these are really good And then from there you can choose what kind of model of car you would like so personally for me i wanted me a little tiny car. i don't (laughs) i don't have time to be trying to maneuver all this metal around me right that's how i felt like i don't i don't want to be surrounded by too much car because i just don't want to hit stuff this is my first car blah 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 so i ended up getting a really small little sedan a kia rio is what i got um kia is also a good brand too by the way um but you can also get a hatchback or you can get a little sedan like i got or a regular sedan, or you can get a suv or a truck just depends on what you like what your personal taste is and then from there you can choose colors you know there's all the basic colors red white blue black it just depends on what you like once again so that leads me into choosing a good dealership so especially as a first-time buyer you do not you do not you do not to just walk into a dealership and just be like, Hey, I'm here to buy a car, you do not want to handle it like that because every dealership is not going to handle you in the most professional way. So, the ways to determine where you should go is to look up reviews. Now, I'm the kind of person that I look up reviews, this probably because my mom, but I look up reviews for everything, I don't care if it is like for entertainment purposes or a a pair of shoes I want to buy, I look up reviews because people will tell you what is going on with whatever it is that you're looking up. You know, the company is going to tell you, yeah, we're great. We're good. Come on in. But the people who've been there, they're going to tell you what it really is. So for any dealership that's close to your home that you're interested in, that's got a deal going on, look them up and see what people have said about that dealership and even see if you are seeing a certain salesperson's name if you're seeing a certain name then see if you can try to talk to that person because i'm not gonna lie a a place can be a good place because of you know everybody being good but there may be one person that's like you know better than the rest let's not lie about it so if you see a certain name don't hesitate to go for that person and also ask the people around you if you work a job if you go to school and they have cars ask people you know where did you go to get your car you know what dealership did you go to you know what steps did you take don't be afraid to ask people or your friends what steps they took to get their car and then a big red flag for dealerships that i read is over advertising and this is basically when You see this same dealership on TV all the time. They're on the radio. They're like, oh, well, maybe I should go over there. Kind of be wary of that because usually when someone's over advertising, it's because they're not really getting that much of a crowd. People are not really going over there. And there's a reason for that. People will steer away from places that they heard things about and that doesn't have good customer service and things like that. And then, of course, that company will have to compensate for that. And they'll be trying to throw out deals all the time and their name all, all the time is out there so that you can hear it and you want to go over there. So just be cautious about those kinds of dealerships and companies that are doing that. And then one good thing to look out for when you go to a dealership is neatness and customer service. I cannot stress this enough. When you go to a dealership where you walk in, people should be working. People shouldn't be standing around. It shouldn't look like, okay, what is going on? If you're not greeted when you come in, that's a big thing. That is like number one in customer service, especially since I work in customer service. I'm telling you guys, if you walk into a dealership and they don't say, hi, how are you? How can we help you? Like pretty much right away, you might as well just walk back out. You know, if they seem to be completely off task, everybody's talking, they're eating snacks, they're not paying attention. That, that usually means they're not gonna take care of you you know so look for that and also just the overall appearance of the place you know it should look neat it should look put together it should smell okay you know of course it's gonna smell like cars and tires because uh, they usually have cars in the dealership but still just pay attention to the appearance of not only the building but the people inside of it you know are they looking professional do they look like they take their job seriously really take that into consideration because if they treat their job with care, then that means they treat the customers with care. So that's super important. And then we're going to talk about negotiating. So when it comes to getting a car, you need to have a budget. Whether you pay all of your bills, whether you're staying with your parents and you're sharing bills, whether you have a roommate, whatever. You need to break down your budget and see what your budget is for a car note. If you're buying your car completely, then you don't have to worry about that. But if you're going to have a car note, you need to see how much your car note can be. So if you do your budget or your budget team, I'm sorry, and you come to the conclusion that you can do 250, can't go no higher than that, can't do it. Um, you need to be very persistent on that. And even if it means you need to go down in status in the car, Or try to look at another car, then that's what it is. Because what you don't want to do is to get excited, get pumped up by the salesman, and go for this car note that's higher than what you came up with. And now you're struggling to pay it. And I don't know if you know, girl, but if you cannot pay your car note, your car will be taken away from you. So it's very, very important that you stick with that. So like I said, if it's 250, right? Walk into the dealership, say, this is the car that I would like to have, you know? And if you're not super head on about a certain car, just let them know, I want a car in this bracket. You know, I want a small car, truck, whatever. And tell them, this is the color that I would like. This is the brand that I would like. Well, obviously, you'll be at that brand's dealership. But let them know the general consensus for what you want and from there let them know this is what i can do because what dealerships will do is they'll come at you with a certain price because they got to make money from that commission so they're going to come to you with most likely a higher price than what they really could have came at you with it's like if you're selling a product and you don't need thirty dollars for this product but $30 would be great. $30 would be better than $20. So you come at the person with $30, right? And then they're like, well, can I do it for $20? Heck yeah, they could do it for $20. But you just wanted to come at them with the higher price first to see if they'll go with it and you'll get more money before you go down, you know? And they ask you to get lower than that price. So that's how dealerships work if that made any sense, Lord. But like I said, you go in there with the $250, stick with it i don't care how much they make you feel excited and they take you to see the car and you're like ooh, 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 ah, great but like i said, you don't want to get in over your head and this is also a way for you to walk out of there with a great deal um because like i said they're going to come at you with a higher price now so when they go back to their manager and they talk to them and they're like well this is what they can do most likely the manager will be like okay well let me pull some strings and they'll end up giving you that price or somewhere super close to it So stay headstrong on that and do not budge. Like when we went to get my car, me and my mom, I was excited. I was like, I want my car. Like, come on, I don't feel like negotiating no more. But she was like, no, this is what we can do on the note, period. And that's what we ended up getting. And had she not been that way, the note would have been higher. So we go in, do not budge and watch what happens. I promise you. And then next, we're going to talk about getting your car checked before you get it. Now, whether you're at a dealership or a small business, especially if you're at a small business that sells cars, you want to get in contact with a professional mechanic and it should be no higher than $200 for you to get a car checked just to make sure that it's in working condition and it's been taken care of because you do not want to buy a car and figure out that the car is compromised in some way and the dealership didn't tell you. You do not want to get in that situation. It's horrible. Being that you have no experience, you know, you're you're going in this thing by yourself, it's your first time, get your car checked by a mechanic just to make sure that it's good. And if the person who is selling you the car or the company who is selling you the car is legit and has nothing to hide, then they should have no problem with that. They should have no problem with somebody coming up there and just checking it. Um, and if they do, then you should be side-eyeing them, okay? Because they should not I have a problem with that so finally for a side note on buying your car there's also online options like Carvana or CarMax where you can get your car and it's less negotiating and things like that so if you want to look into that feel free I just want to throw it out there as an option um, so from this we're gonna go into maintaining your car so when I say it's super essential to learn how to maintain your car because it can go left I'm so serious. So just to tell y'all a little backstory about my mom, she did not know about oil changes, which is something that's required to maintain your car, right? So she's just driving her car, driving her car, didn't change the oil, didn't even think about it, because she didn't know. And she ended up burning out her engine on her car. And when you burn out an engine on a car, you might as well just get a new one because an engine on a car, that's the biggest part one of the biggest parts on the car. So that's gonna cost you like 3,000, sometimes more than that, just to replace it. So at that point, you might as well just put down another car trap. So that's what happened to her. So her not knowing that really ended up completely wasting her car. So she has taught me about those things and made sure that I know to change my oil, obviously, and to do a lot of other things to take care of my car. So, if there's no one there to teach you that like i said i'm here for you so with maintaining your car there are some things that you want to keep tabs on because they need to be done quite often and by often i mean like every month um well they might not have to be done every month but you'll want to check it every month just to make sure that your car is okay so number one is going to be checking your oil and your coolant levels like i said with the story i told not checking your oil can cause engine problems so this is where your owner's manual will come in handy because each car is different every car has oil and coolant but it may be located in different places and checking it may be you know a little bit of a different process so your owner's manual will teach you that and will tell you about that so When you buy a car, it should be in your glove compartment. You should have that available to you. And when it comes to changing your oil, that is something that you might not want to (laughs) do. You could take it to the dealership you got it from, or you can take it to like a Firestone, Jiffy Lou, something like that to get your oil changed. But this is something that you would do per 3,000 to 10,000 miles, depending on your car and how much you drive it and things like that or every couple of months but what happens for me is when I go to get my oil changed they will tell me when to come back and they'll put like a sticker on your um, windshield to tell you when to come back so you really want to keep track of that and make sure you're checking it every once in a while to make sure that everything is okay so you don't end up ruining your car and then number two to keep a lookout for is your air filters these protect your engine and like before your manual will instruct you on what to do when it comes to checking them and changing them and then the next thing is your tires this is super important to check on because you do not want to be driving around on a set of tires that are what they like to say bald (laughs) so what you want to do is look at your tires every month or so and make sure that your tread is okay if you don't have a car right now go up to a car that someone that you know (laughs) and look at the tires you'll see that there is tread on the tire and there's like divots in between so when you're driving consistently that's causing friction between your tires and the pavement so over time the tread will start to wear um just from constantly rolling on the pavement and being eroded, I guess you would call it, (laughs) from the pavement. So that's why you have to get tires changed in the first place, just in case you didn't know. Um, And that's why driving on tires with no tread is incredibly dangerous, because then that starts to dig into the parts of the tire that will cause it to pop, and you do not want to be driving and a tire pops or cracks. You do not want to... mm -hmm. So when you finally get your car, a penny test is a way to test your tread. Um, So take a penny and turn Lincoln's head upside down and stick it in the divot of the tread. If you cannot see his head, then you're good. Your tread is good. Um, If you can see his head, that's a red flag. So what you want to do is to place that penny on every tire, but in different places on each tire just to test and make sure that your tread is good over time you'll get I'm sure you'll get to a point where you can kind of eyeball it and see that your tread is okay but for your first time checking it this is a great way to do that if you find that your tread is okay in different spots and it's not okay in other spots that's a sign that it may be your alignment may be off Um, so go get your car checked and make sure that it's good um, by a professional but make sure you're doing that once a month. And then on top of tires is going to be your tire pressure and this is basically referring to the air in your tires so if you press down on your tire and it's really squishy that's a sign that you need air in your tires if it's incredibly incredibly hard then that means that it's been overfilled and then the way to know that it's good is if you press down on your tire and it's like you know pressable but not super hard then your air is Pretty good now some cars will tell you when the air in your tires um, need to be filled but if you don't have a newer car that does that that's a great way to make sure that your tire pressure is good and like I said with changing your tires in tread you'll kind of get to a point where you can see but till that point make sure you're checking it once a month because that's nothing to play with it's very dangerous to be driving on a tire that is lacking tread or the air is not where it's supposed to be and then next is going to be checking the lights on your car and this means headlights turn signals brake lights and parking lights so a good way to test your you know general lights is to just turn your car on um at night is pretty good i think because then you can really see how bright they're shining and just turn your car on turn your turn signals on that is a tongue twister <laughs> um and then get out of your car and just look at the lights and make sure that they look good and that you can see them against the ground really well and that someone who's driving towards you or around you can see your lights and obviously if one is out you need to replace it and that's why it's very essential to check it once a month because not only do you not want to be driving around with dark lights and no one can see you that's dangerous but you can get a ticket if your light is out and you're driving so be aware of that (laughs) and then for your brake lights those don't come on unless you put on your brakes and obviously you can't push down on your brakes and see the lights so just get someone that you know to come outside with you and you can press down on your brakes and have them just look at them and be like yep they're good or nah one's out whatever and then going on to tires again but this time we're talking about rotating so with rotating tires it's a little weird it's a lot but <laughs> i'm gonna break it down to you So the reason why you have to have your tires rotated at a professional place is because each tire from the front to the back is going to experience different pressure depending on where you're driving, how you're driving, but a way to get the most life out of your tires is to rotate them because the tread will wear at different rates depending on where the tire is. So the tires in the front may wear faster, the tires in the back may wear slower, so when you switch them, then the areas that we're wearing will no longer be wearing and it'll be wearing on another area. So I know that may sound super weird if you need to go do additional research on that, totally cool, but I just wanted to break it down to you guys a little bit why it's essential to get your tires rotated um, and how that helps you to get the most life out of your tires, because tires ain't cheap. Tires can range from 100 all the way to 45 (laughs) per set. So you wanna get the most out of them that you can. So make sure that you're doing that. And lastly is squeaky brakes. So this is one thing that you don't really have to check, per se, your brakes will tell you when it's time to change them. When you hear a squeak, when you put on your brakes, that's a sign. You know, We've all been somewhere and heard somebody put their brakes on and it's like, yeah. (laughs) When you hear that, that means that brakes need to be changed and that's because your brake pads protect the brake itself. So when those brake pads wear down, your brakes start to dig into what's called your rotors, and that's what's causing that squeaky sound. Um, But that's something that you do not want to let go of because when it continues to scratch, it continues to scratch it, it starts to damage your rotors and your rotors being damaged can then cause brake problems and make braking difficult so and that's dangerous that's incredibly dangerous as well no one wants to be driving and put their brakes on and your brakes are not working to full capacity you end up hitting someone or getting in an accident causing an accident so that's super important as well so definitely get those checked when you hear that squeak so that was a lot but i really want you guys to know what to do with your cars so that they can last as long as possible and you have knowledge about these things now there are other things on your car that needs to be checked every six months you know a lot less often but on those things use your judgment if you hear anything out of place if you see anything out of place if anything feels out of place when you're driving go get your car checked up on. But other than that, every six months, I would say set an appointment to get your car checked on. Because um, your car is like a little mechanical baby and it needs to be taken care of. So make sure you're getting regular checkups for the things that you know are less often a problem, but still you wanna keep track of. And then of course, any warning lights. If you see any warning lights on your dashboard, make sure that you look in your owner's manual to see what that means, or just Google it, whatever. And make sure that it's nothing crazy. If it's something that you need to get checked, get it checked. Because the whole point of this episode is just to let you guys know that when it comes to maintaining your car, you want to catch things early. The earlier you catch it, the better. Um, so that you don't end up with a car with all kinds of problems because you're not taking care of it and paying attention to your car, you're just driving. So any warning lights, check on those. And a little side note, I wanted to mention as well is if you are the kind of person that takes trips, you like to drive out places, make sure you're checking your car before that as well. Because who wants to be on a road trip and experience car problems? So before you go on that trip, girl, make sure you're checking your car, make sure it's good. And then for this episode's challenge, I want you to develop a schedule in which you check your car. So if you have a day each month that you check, your tires your brakes your oil your everything um i mean that's honestly probably the best way to do it just to get it all out of the way develop that schedule develop a time when you get your car checked up on um as well just to make sure that nothing internally that you don't see or hear is going on and other than that child drive where you want have fun and be safe obviously as well you know i care about you guys even though i don't know you know, I care about you very much and your your well-being and your safety. So wear your seatbelt, drive safely, you know, don't drive drunk or high or anything. Take care of your car and take care of yourself when you're inside of it. And as always, guys, follow me at The Golden Mahogany on Instagram. And stay tuned for this week's two-minute tip. And as always, a path boldly taken is a life well lived.